Welcome to the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. We're your hosts, Mara Rutger and Lisa Bowden. Inside this podcast, you can expect the ultimate girls' night in, where we'll help you align fitness and life so that you can finally be fucking happy. Now you get comfy and let's get real. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Real Sassy Fit Girls. You got myself and Mara here for a brand new episode. Hope hey everyone guys. is doing well. So today we are going to start talking about comparison. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but it's definitely something we all have struggled with here and there. Um, despite how confident we can be, um, it still comes up. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this too is I actually went to brunch with a friend this morning and uh she told me she actually deleted Instagram because she was really struggling with comparison in regards to she's a newer mom. So she was comparing herself to like all the other moms on Instagram. Um, and then her son isn't talking yet, which she felt like he was a little behind, which was again, making her feel like a bad mom. She was like, am I doing a bad job because he's not talking well. So she actually went ahead and deleted the app because she said she just couldn't handle how much pressure she had been putting on herself from that. So that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it today. And we wanted to give you tips on kind of how, how to overcome the comparison that I know that we kind of all struggle with, you know, here and there. Yeah, I, I just like you telling when you told me that story before I like, it just makes me sad, you know, that mm-hmm. I mean, and this isn't just for moms, but like, especially that I resonate so much with that being a mom and it's like you're there's so much already going on in your life having a new and like a human to take care of that like you don't need to be worrying about if you're doing a good enough job you don't need to be worrying about comparing yourself to other moms and like I struggle so bad with comparing myself to other moms just it's periodically for me like it comes up when I see moms that you know maybe have well-behaved kids. Um, not that Miles isn't well-behaved, but we've been struggling with a little bit of quote, I put it in quotes, behavior issues at daycare because I'm not going into details on all of it, but he is just, he, he's having a difficult time figuring out how to handle his emotions. And so then he reacts physically. And then that's seen as behavior problems because he's hitting friends or, you know, provoke, you know, provoking them and things like that. And so, um, I've been struggling a lot with that in terms of like mom comparison of just like, am I not doing a good enough job like parenting and teaching my kid how to handle his feelings and his emotions and these outbursts and like he's saying all these naughty words all the time because he thinks it's really funny, you know, just all of that. And like, yeah, I have clients that feel the same way in terms of like mom comparison, but also like just the comparison of your body, right? Comparing where you're at in your journey to someone else's or comparing your body to somebody else's or feeling like you should look a certain way or that you're not doing good enough at work for, you know, where you feel like you should be in your career compared to your coworkers. Like comparison is everywhere. And I feel Mm -hmm. like the the main areas we see it a lot of times are, you know, in the parenting world and then also in like the fitness world um, are are two big ones, at least we see on social media. Um, But it happens everywhere. So like we want to figure out how to fucking stop it because it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, and yeah. I say that lightheartedly, like don't, 
when you compare yourself, don't get down on yourself or don't negate it and be like, oh, that's just ridiculous. It's so dumb that I feel that way. Like, don't get down on yourself about that. Like, it's normal. Know that it's normal. Um, but we want to get curious about how we can work to overcome it because it's totally possible to overcome comparison. Um, Absolutely. And yeah, I just feel, I just really feel for your friend, you know, struggling with that today. And mm-hmm. I hope she's, I hope yeah. she's doing better since deleting the Instagram app. Yeah, I think she is. Um, so the first part of this we want to talk about is where is this comparison coming from? Like, where, like, how do I put this out there? Why do we feel this pressure to compare ourselves to them? Why do we feel like mm-hmm. um, I'm supposed to be this way or it has to be this way or this is the right way and I'm doing it the wrong way? Like, where is this comparison stemming from, first of all? And that can do a lot for you when you actually break it down to, you know, I'm comparing myself because X, Y, and Z, not because I'm not actually good enough, but because I'm led to believe that this is how it's supposed to be and I'm not that way. So that means Mm -hmm. I'm in the wrong. You know, that's a huge part of it is where does it come from? I think a good example of that we were talking about before we recorded was like the beauty industry, right? Or like the weight loss industry. Mm-hmm. And we a lot of times comparison with needing to be a certain body type, you see big boobs, big butt, small waist. Like why do we always compare ourselves to people that have the quote ideal body? Well, it's because the beauty and weight loss world has deemed that to be the ideal body. Look at what the ideal body was 50 years ago. It was not the same mm-hmm. as it is today, you know, and not at all. even before that, um, you know, I was talking to some friends the other weekend and we were laughing because like right now it's everyone wants to be thin and tan is like the standard and mm-hmm. centuries ago, like you wanted to be fat and pale like this. So it just is so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The trends change and truly looking at like, yes, who's making me feel like I'm not good enough? Where is it coming from? Like, is it coming from you or is it coming from, you know, society telling you this, your friend telling you this, your mom telling you this, your dad telling you this, you know? Um, Because a lot of times it's not ours. It's not our story. It's not our belief. It's coming from somewhere else and we're being influenced by that. And yeah, truly. I mean, I want to have a big butt just because I've always wanted to have a big butt, not because it's a standard. And so like for me, I know, okay, this came from me. This is, you know, that is my, that's my want, my desire. You know, I want to go after that. And so rather than putting the blame on myself, right. Of like, I'm not good enough because I don't have what she has, or I'm not a good enough mom because like my kid acts out and hers doesn't. Um, it's understanding that it's okay for all of us to be different in that aspect and like celebrating the differences. It sounds really corny, but like, why do you want to be the same as somebody else? Right. Why don't you want to be just your own version of you? So yeah, yeah, I think just like you said, identifying where it comes from is really, really important. I went off on a tangent (laughs) for your show. That's okay. That's okay. It was helpful. Um, So next like little tip we want to give you is, you know, distance yourself or unfollow people that make you feel bad 
or make you feel like you need to change or make you feel just, you know, not good about yourself. Mm-hmm. There is no need to, if you've been friends with somebody since you were a kid and now they're an adult and they're just mean and make rude comments about the way you look, maybe because you've gained a little weight or they make fun of people, like you don't need to be around that. You can mm-hmm. distance, you can unfollow. You don't need to be around or see so much the people that make you feel bad. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with that whole super cheesy saying, you have friends for a season, a reason, and a lifetime, or whatever that one saying is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very accurate. You know, not everyone is going to be at the same place that you are. And if they're making you feel bad about it, you don't need to be investing your time or energy into that. So, absolutely. And that also means in person, too. You know, like, so I always yes. said, distance yourself and unfollow because, yes, a lot of it happens on social media. But we all do know those toxic people in our life. And we probably could do an entire episode on how to like detach from some of those toxic people. Because um, that's, that's, that's a tough one. It's, it's not something as simple as to say, just don't be friends with them anymore, because that's really hard to do. Um, but yeah, in-person, in-person distancing is helpful too. So we can talk more on that another time. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side to that, finding inspiring people, right? That make you feel good. And Mm -hmm. I actually want to just interject really quickly here and say that there are times that I have had to, and you can mute people on Instagram, which is really nice instead of unfollow. So there's been times where I have had to mute certain people because I was feeling really triggered by some of the things that they were posting or the pictures that they were sharing. I was struggling internally myself with my mindset, my body image, and I had to mute them because I just couldn't their posts would trigger me too much and I'd go down this downward spiral. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to unfollow either. You can mute. Um, but then yes, finding those people that make you feel good and inspire you. Um, mm-hmm. can really and I help feel you. like looking consistently for those people, mm-hmm. you know, having that new inspiration, having different perspectives, having different people on your timeline makes a huge difference. Cause there is a point like when all the, Um, you know, body positivity started getting really big on Instagram. I followed a couple people. And after a while, they weren't inspiring me as much anymore. I don't know. I, I don't know what it was. I just wasn't feeling inspired. So I went out and I looked at hashtags and I started finding more people. So that's something that I do periodically now is like every once in a while, I'll go just look for more because I feel like there can never be too much positivity on my feed it's nice to get fresh faces and different experiences and, and it's inspira- inspiring in a different way. So, you know, don't just find like three favorite people. Keep looking, keep looking for more inspiring people because they'll keep inspiring. you. That's such Super a good cheesy, tip. No, no, it's not. It's true. I like cheesy. <laughs> I really like cheesy because the cheesy shit is like actually like the true shit, you know? Um, yeah. I think it's helpful too to look through people's profiles that inspire you. So like, you know, Lisa inspires me. I'm going to go through and look at some of her followers or who, or not, excuse mm-hmm. me, who she's following. I guess her followers Absolutely. too. Look at who's in her community because chances are she's already attracted a community of people that are supportive and inspiring in and mm-hmm. of itself, especially people that she follows because they're probably people that inspire her. So you can, you know, kind of find people through people that way too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. a big part of this also, as we said before, or I said, I guess when 
I was struggling with being triggered and, and comparing myself to some people and had to mute them. It was because I was struggling with myself and I wasn't spending the time to work on me. Um, I notice when I don't take care of myself and then know again, like whole self care is kind of cliche, but like I am when I don't take care of myself, um, I'm not working on myself, my mindset. Like I don't feel good about myself, you know? Um, we have to work to do that. And so if you're starting to feel triggered, if you're starting to compare yourself, um, look inward, where are you lacking? Where are you craving more, you know, self-compassion, self-care, things like that. So do, do things that make you feel good. Um, you know, if that's move your body, move your body. If that's, you know, get off social media for a couple of days or a week or whatever, do that. Or, um, start a gratitude journal and start focusing on the positives that you like about yourself or the positives about the subject that you're comparing, right? So even in like the mom terms with your friend, um, it's not her fault that her child is not speaking or having a difficult time speaking. Like delays are really common and, you know, having her focusing on what she is doing well as a mom or what she feels good and confident and confident in as a mom. Um, and then even, I guess this kind of leads into our last tip, but like connecting with people or talking about it to normalize it. So I was thinking for your friend, like Mm -hmm. instead of comparing to Sally Sue and her baby over there, asking your doctor, asking someone who like is well-versed in the area, right. Of, of where you're comparing and you can get some support. Mm -hmm. Then she can probably find out that, Oh yeah. You know, like maybe not super common for them to not be talking at 18 months, but this is not the first time we've had this happen. This is what we can do for this. Let's get a plan in place, you know, start getting some support around it too. So, you know, connecting with like in her case, the doctor or in the case of body comparison, like connecting with friends, ask your girlfriends, like that was really cool for your friend to come out and say that and share that with you. Um, I know you're not a mom, but you also know what it's like to compare yourself to other people. And so the fact that she was able to share that, I'm sure really took some weight off her shoulders too. And just got it out there mm-hmm. to normalize it. Absolutely. And same thing with Absolutely. the body image stuff too. Like how often do we message each other and be like, oh, I'm just having like a crappy body image day. And like, mm-hmm. we don't even need like, we don't even need to like coach each other through it. We mainly just, it's more so like, I just want to be heard. And I get just want someone to know that like I'm struggling and mm-hmm. you get where I'm coming from. You know what I feel like. And I just want you to be there with me and just like sit in it with me. <laughs> exactly. Sit in the shit with me, please. Yes. yes. And I, the one thing I do want to say real quick too is, because this is something I've been struggling with on and off. If you are following people that inspire you, like, I'll just use my own example. So the body positivity and things like that. Mm-hmm. You can still be triggered by some of those people. Like sometimes I'll read a post that I don't necessarily agree with. Or mm-hmm. for some reason, it just makes me feel bad about myself. Even though there's someone that inspires me, the specific way they wrote a post or what they're talking about just doesn't make me feel good. Just like what Mara said, I might mute them for like a week or I'll intentionally kind of just not pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. To kind of so I can kind of work through and ask myself, why did this bother me? How do I really feel about this? Yeah. Um, you know, even though they're super inspiring, there might be stuff I post that might trigger people. I don't know. There could be. Um, and I know it's it wasn't intentional, but you might need to take a step back for me and just avoid my stuff for a little while. 
And that's okay. It doesn't mean, you know, just because someone is supporting what you're supporting, they may still trigger you once in a while. Mm -hmm. And it happens. You know, you just got to, I like to figure out why it triggered me, like what made me uncomfortable or what made me feel the way I did. Um, And then once I figure that out, it's usually it brings something to light that like I've been lacking, which a lot of times is self-care or something like that. So then I can work on it. But I just wanted to bring that up that not every single person you you follow that is inspiring, they may once in a while trigger you and that's normal. So yeah, I feel like it's a learning opportunity. It's a growth opportunity always like, you know, when you're triggered by something, it's because there's like a need not being met, like you said, and usually it's the self care piece. So, so, so true. So I was like, say, start with mm-hmm. that and then go from there. Um, yeah, because that's easily neglected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, short and sweet, you guys, hopefully these tips are helpful. Um, I know, again, you're not the only one that's comparing yourself. It's happening all over the place, but if we can continue to have these conversations about it, you can find something in this episode that was helpful for you. Share it with a friend. Don't even have to share that. I mean, yeah, of course, share the episode. That would be cool. But if you don't even just share the tip with someone else, because it might help them. And then that might help someone else. And then we can just continue creating this massive ripple effect of helping everyone stop the comparison game and feel better about themselves. So absolutely. Absolutely. We do have one quick announcement before we wrap up this episode today. Um, A couple of weeks back, well, probably more than a couple weeks now, a couple episodes back, we talked about um, a Facebook group for our podcast. And that is live. That is open. We have a few ladies already starting to trickle in and starting to to have some conversation in there, which is exciting. Um, so I'll put the link in the show notes, but it is the Real Sassy Fit Girls Club on Facebook. Request to join. And we are going to be starting for our first little kickoff of the group, um, kind of like a book club if you will. Just because you join the group doesn't mean you have to participate in the book club part of it. But Lisa and I are both talking about how we just have not been reading as much personal development. And we want to get back into that a little bit more. And having some accountability from some other ladies would be cool. And also to be able to discuss it. Um, Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. I listen to podcasts or read books and don't always really do the best at implementing some of the things. And Having some support support from other people, I think, could be really helpful in um, how to implement some of these things into our life. So we're going to be posting in the group this week with three book options to choose from, and we're going to let everyone in the group vote. So if you're not in the group and you want to get in on it and be a part of this, um, please make sure you go ahead and request to join uh, so you can have a say in what is the first book that we're going to read. And then we'll provide some more details in the Facebook group later this week. Yeah. So make sure you go join. We are excited. I'm ready to start reading again. I feel like I need this little push to help me as well. So super excited to engage with you guys over there. But that's it for today. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We're so grateful you're here. If you're picking up what we're putting down, please share this episode with a friend or five. (laughs) The best way to show your support is to subscribe. This way you won't miss a single new episode. It would also mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes and followed our Instagram page at the Real Sassy Fit Girls Podcast. 
We also love to hear from you, so feel free to slide into our DMs and leave us comments, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. And thanks for listening once again, and keep it real. (laughs) Bye, guys.